शिवाय नमस्ते वेलकम टू अनदर लेक्चर ऑन तंत्र इन दिस लेक्चर वी विल बी डिस्कसिंग अबाउट वेरियस तांत्रिक्स वेरियस तांत्रिक मीन्स वेन पीपल प्रैक्टिस तंत्र अकॉर्डिंग टू डिफरेंट ट्रेडिशंस देर आर स्पेशलाइज पीपल हु अचीव सम पावर्स सम एबिलिटीज either to help other people other common people or for themselves so by attaining these siddhis these abilities these psychic abilities they can guide another being or themselves to that absolute conscious in this lecture we will see these various tantrics and what were their practices and what were their traditions they belong to this this will help us to give an understanding how different lineages had different traditions and based on those traditions they mastered those techniques and they were given as specific names so we will put a light onto this topic and which will help us to also discriminate between the who is a yogi who is a swami who is a natha who is a siddha right so all of these different traditions who is agora who is sadhu right so they belong to some sect of tantra and we will see all this in this lecture so as we know tantra is defined as a technology or as a medium which expands our consciousness not only just expands our consciousness but also we have to liberate ourselves from our attachments from our sufferings from our pain from our identifications so based on this understandings various practices and approach is given to man now in tantra there is mostly a parampara means a tradition which goes from student to teacher means the knowledge has been passed down through the guru by the grace of guru to the disciple so this guru shishya parampara has been maintained in tantric practices and by the help of guru one can attain that liberation or can become free from sufferings or can activate various chakras or attain siddhis just by a mere touch of that guru of that light can awaken the individual now this is a technology where the master these abilities and can transform or can transcend into someone these abilities these powers so by years of practice one can attain this and after attaining it can be helpful for the society or for themselves so these are the special people who 
who relate to the science of Tantra, who understand various concepts of their traditions and based on these traditions they design some practices which can heal, which can create intentions, which can manifest certain things what we are looking for, for conducting ceremonies, for invoking higher principles or deities or talking with the spirits or guiding your own spirit to the cosmic. So all of these abilities can be achieved by tantrics belonging to different traditions. And based on these abilities, they were also helping the other common person who was living his livelihood. So it was acting like a bridge to to merge the individual with the universal, to merge the Shakti with the Shiva. And this bridge is the techniques, the traditions, the culture, its essence. That is the bridge when you choose these mediums to liberate yourself, to expand your consciousness, you know, it becomes true. And it is important to live this tradition. This is not a tradition by simply reading books or listening to lectures. You will get that knowledge. Here the true knowledge comes when we act. When we put that into our practice, into our lifestyle. Then only these siddhis or abilities can be received. Or by the grace of Guru. But the Guru is also not giving the siddhis to anybody. Because he is also saying whether that person is having that capability to receive this siddhis, supernatural abilities, whether he is ready or she is ready to have these attainments, initiations. So the common people would seek the advice or seek a way from the tantrics who have mastered these techniques to find a way out to to help themselves in their life to grow and to expand. Let us see some tantric practices which are involved of for being a tantric. So the tantric is playing with various sciences. He could play with yoga, with the physical postures, he could play with the prana guiding the prana, channelizing the energy. He could play with the chakras. One can play with the mantras. One can play with the yantras, sacred geometry, designing a path, you know, setting the intentions to that design and everyday praising to that uh, design. Similarly, in the form of chakras, has petals and putting these intentions into these petals and worshipping your chakra, you know, bowing down to your chakra, meditating your chakra, whatever we are working on, whether we are working on the lower three chakras or the middle or to the top. Again, based on the traditions, it differ. You know, some traditions were focusing more on the lower chakras. Some traditions were focusing on the higher chakras. So all of these, like mudras, mandalas, you know, conducting ceremonies, these are the practices which a tantric will use. Where he will use to bring peace, harmony in life. 
and then there were also practices associated with the left hand and the right hand so there would be tantrics from the left side of the understandings and the right side of the understanding one body of shiva goes to the left hand one body of the shiva goes to the right hand right and based on these different hands the techniques were designed some regular tantric rituals involve with the mantras yantras chanting invoking elements these are the basic regular tantric traditions where one uses the form of chants either for the cosmic for the outside nature or for the internal purpose it can be in both ways one has to see what they want to bring sometimes these chants are involved with the higher deities with the shiva with the shaktis these mandalas or yantras are designed for them to invoke them to pray for them to ask if we are looking for something to surrender if we want to surrender something so all of these were um, some regular tantric practices so there will be a tantric who would come and design this for you you would seek a guidance from him or her and help to do this initiation for yourself or for the nature then there were some secret tantric rituals which were not uh, commonly advised for the people for the livelihood people and it were kept more secretive so these practices more originated from the left hand side of the tantra where practices has to be kept secret where practices has to be not flourished for everybody and this was the tradition known in vana marga vama marga where it totally removed this understandings of people where he opposed the society and brought unconventional ways to receive that blessing or to receive uh, liberation so all the practices were including worshiping you know doing uh, uh channelizing your energy to the deity so whatever you are enjoying the deity will also enjoy so sometimes they would offer uh meat alcohol or other toxic substance to the to the deity seeking that if one is enjoying so the divine is also enjoying and uh fasting you know sometimes uh going for intense fasting for not eating something specific can also come under this tradition so these were like some sacred uh practices which was not to be revealed it is very kept to yourself whatever that path or practice you are choosing you do not talk it about you know and has to be kept secret sometimes even a mantra is also initiated the guru will give a whisper a mantra in the ear and that mantra has to be kept secret and has to be chanted every day whenever the time is good to be chanting so all of these practices were hidden and kept secret and the purpose was to make it more powerful right so the more you protect it the more you keep it with yourself 
you know the energy becomes more stronger and stronger so their concept of belief was different to other right hand path or shaivism or vaishnavism tradition then panch tantra ritual was also used as a secret ritual practice where again it is done for shakta as devi worshiping the five elements uh, worshiping the space air fire water earth doing this uh, rituals for these five elements as it is offered these five elements to that devi who is controlling and ruling all these elements and you know the people can get the blessings of this five elements and be supportive in their life so it it becomes in harmony with them so based on these three traditions you know various uh, sects came out and this is where it gets bit confusing that all of them belongs to a tantra family whether you talk about agora whether you talk about sanyasi whether you talk about swami whether you talk about sanyasi whether you talk about you know yogi whether you talk about natha whether you talk about kalikula tradition right so they all are family of tantra and it is been scattered throughout the hindu region or in the hinduism and people choose their path accordingly what they fit in what they like what they want to bring in their life so if you see in the shaktism in the kola tradition there are again two sides left and right the left hand is the kali tradition where worshiping kali doing offerings to kali the tantri would would conduct rituals and ceremonies for kali and the devotees will come and offer sometimes meat alcohol to kali because they enjoy that so the kali would also enjoy that then again on the other side on the right hand side it was shri vidya tradition where tantric would come and initiate a mantra or yantra whisper into your ears place it into your house it was more symbically presented and that symbically presented has to be done internally so one has to do this whether the chanting whether meditation whether doing prayers whether doing puja whether doing ceremonies for internal purification right so this is the other side of the kula tradition if we go in the middle path which is shaivism the mishra family tradition again they had left and the right side the left side are the tantrics which are known as agoras you know who who renounce uh the worldly life and they believes that into total darkness and practicing to get light through self realizing and that self realization is through doing rituals in the crematory ground doing rituals with the dead body uh using the corpse as their altar the dead body using as the divine which is seeking liberation so channelizing their energy with them to seek liberation so these were the agora 
tradition established in the left side of Shaivism. You might have seen like people sometimes living in the cremation ground, practicing there, keeping skulls, carrying skulls. You must want, must be wondering from where this is coming, like what is the reason, why, how can you seek liberation with killing somebody? But they are not the killer. The nature creates the death by its own and they are the night keepers for this. When the soul is leaving the body, you know, they would invoke some rituals they do with the ceremonies to guide their spirit with them. Or sometimes they place the skull into their practice room, into their altar and worship that to seek liberation to seek that guidance from Shiva. So this is Aghori tradition, again under Shaivism on the left side. Then there is another tradition in on the left side which is where people just cover themselves as ash on their body. Right? They roam around naked and in seek for truth. They live the worldly life and their whole body is covered with ashes. Now this is Pashupata tradition. Again, it was established that Shiva is the ultimate Guru and that Guru gave this knowledge to other disciples and through that disciples it was passed down to the further uh, practitioners. So Pashupati Nath is the, seen as the Lord who is the cause of the universe, the, who is the ruler of the universe. To free themselves from worldly fetters, Pashupatas are instructed to do Pashupata Vrata. Means they have to keep a fast. That fast has to renounce the worldly life. Where ashes on their body roam naked, beg for food, you know. And these are the fast which they might have to keep in their traditions. Because they believe that all the elements, all everything is ash. Everything goes back to the ash. Everything forms as the ash. So this ash is Shiva. And that's why they smear themselves all body from these ashes. Another tradition is also Natha Yogi. Where they activate their chakras, clean their nadis to awaken, to merge the Shakti with the Shiva. Again, that comes more towards the right side of the Tantric practice in Shaivism, which they um, practice through various mudras, kriyas, pandhas, asanas, and channelize themselves internally. Again, when we see on the left side, it was more external practices, doing it, offering, right? There's another sect where it is called Linga Shaivism, where they worship the Linga as that universal being, which is Shiva and all the rituals and practices are done towards that limba early morning getting up doing rituals ceremonies for hours praying worshipping to lingam which is the symbol of uh, creation right so both of these uh, sides have their own traditions right and uh, in Vaishnavism also they had traditions which was based on left and the right and school and based on that different tantrics were coming out. So some tantrics were seen as also a pandit or a swami. A pandit is one who is doing all these rituals and ceremonies, who is conducting this on the basis of Vaishnavism. 
on seeing Vishnu as the supreme, Vasudeva as the ultimatum. Right, so all the in practices are invoking that towards that. So that was seen more on the left side of Vaishnavism. Similarly, this uh, Vishnu or Vasudevam is inside, internal. So through meditation, through your sadhana, was more seen on the right side of the uh, Vaishnavism in tantric traditions. And all of them, all of them is seen as the tantrics. You know, we might see and, uh, and get lost, like who is a tantric and we only see the one who is wearing some black clothes, who is living in the dead places, who is, you know, living completely in dark with no food and nothing. But no, there are various types of different tantrics. Because basically if one understands this science and uses this science for themselves or for the others, he becomes a tantric. Whether in Shakti tradition, whether in Shiva tradition, whether in Vaishnu tradition, all of them have tantrics, means one who is able to channelize, who is able to create that technology, you know, like where one can receive these siddhis or abilities by the grace of guru or by the grace of practices, right? So these were uh, different types of tantrics following under different traditions following under different schools and following under different lineages. And that is how it is all scattered throughout the Indian continent. And it links everything to the Tantra. And these links can also seen in other scriptures too. So it's not just focused on you know, Tantra because some... Um, Concepts also evolved out from the Vedas and was taken very differently. But here the Tantrics were using these mediums and these were the different various types of uh, Tantrics which we might experience, which we might uh, go through. And then now it comes for us to know like what kind of practice or what kind of uh, uh, Tantric lineage we would like to follow. Whether we would like to follow the Devi tradition through meditation through use of mantras, through use of puja and ceremonies, invoke the and do all the prayers with five elements, suppose, to Devi, or on the left side, doing practices for worshipping Kali, right? Or in the Shaivism tradition, going for practices by renouncing the world, you know, going on a penance going on a spiritual journey for many long years, you know, or wearing ash all over the body, roaming naked on the body, and channelizing that energy through that. Or you would go for yoga or a meditation practice, awakening through kundalini, chakras, bandha, mudras. Or you would go through bhakti tradition, which doing chanting, devotional songs, dancing, Bhakti and Kirtan mark, or you would just simply surrender and do Japa or contemplation on Vishnu, on Divine in Vaishnavism. So all of them are seen as Tantric. Once who understands this science and uses this science as a technology, you know, it becomes a Tantric.